Hey, LA football fans, the Left Coasters here. I'm Matt. I'm Brian. And I am Tony. And if you enjoy the three of us bantering over NFL football, please feel free to give us a like on SoundCloud. Head to Apple Podcasts and give us a review and help this podcast grow. You can also find us at theleftcoasterspodcast.com. And guys, get ready for a show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the first off-season podcast in Season 2 of the Left Coasters. That's right, the 2018 season is up ahead, just a few, few months away. We're still fresh off the 2017 season. Dangles is still crying over his Super Bowl loss. I am here. My name is Tony Cavallo. I'm with Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio. I'm with Brian the Ballerina, Balzarini, and we are here to break down my favorite podcast of the year. The official 2018 Left Coasters quarterback rankings. Gentlemen, are you excited? Let's Absolutely. Do this, this is always a great episode. Um, you know, our friendship is is tested more so, I think, than in Absolutely. some of the other podcasts. I think we we leave this uh, the, we leave the the studio a little more fired up than we normally do after Absolutely. the quarterback rankings. At least I know I do. Yeah, the way we do this is that each of us, each of the hosts individually, make their quarterback rankings one through fifty-six. Yes, I said fifty-six. Why that number? Because last year, fifty-six different quarterbacks started a game in the NFL. So the three of us individually rank each and every one of them, and then combine those rankings into the master left coasters list. We do this now because we give ourselves a little bit of break from the season, a little bit of a hangover cure, and then we look ahead because free agency is just around the corner, and we get to see where these quarterbacks rank and what teams need to look at the best position, the most important position in all of sports, the quarterback position. Later on in the year, we're going to have a March podcast for free agency, so look out for that. We're going to have an April podcast. The Balzarini Big Board is coming at you, getting ready for the draft. But this podcast is here to tide you over. But before we go on and I announce who the worst quarterback in the league is, Dangles, we didn't get to talk about the end of the Super Bowl. We didn't get to talk about the end of the season. But do you have any parting words for your defensive coordinator, Matt Patricia, as he goes to become the Balzarini head coach of the Detroit Lions? I, I wish him nothing but the best of luck. I hope he brings you half the success that we've been lucky to have in New England with him. Um, I think he's a great fit for the organization. I think he's really going to do a lot of good things with a defense that is that that has already got some really solid young talent in it. Uh, anyway, you know, so I, I wish him nothing but the best of luck. I'm sad that the Super Bowl didn't turn out differently, but at the same time, my dad's my dad grew up in Philly, and I was you know there's a little part of my heart that that was pulling pulling to see them win. Dangles, what can you say? I think that was a very very nice response. To a question I asked, I was hoping for vitriol, but I think it's been too long since the. Uh, it February has. If you'd Super asked Bowl. me, if you'd asked me two or three days afterward, I would have been. I would have been frustrated because I would have said, Matt Patricia, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Because if you give up that many yards in the Super Bowl, go coach somewhere else, son. And me as a Green Bay Packers fan, and Aaron Rodgers at the helm is very, very excited to see him coaching the Detroit Lions. 
Bowserini, it's going to be a fun year for you. And we'll break all that stuff down with all the future off-season podcasts that we have in store for you. But now, without any further ado, let's get this quarterback list going. Left Coasters. And here we are, breaking down the quarterbacks 56-1. to 1. The way we're going to do this is right now I'm going to list off very quickly quarterbacks 41-56, through 56, the worst quarterbacks in the league. After that, we're going to have quarterbacks 33-40, through 40, the just outside of the starting positions. And that, that I'll tell you that right now, that section is going to be the one that has the most fire in it. After that, we're going to go through 21 through 32, the lower tier starters, 11 through 20, and then uh, the final top 10. But first, the worst quarterback in the NFL this year is none other than Nathan fucking Peterman. Yeah! <laughs> Congratulations, you too? Nathan Peterman. Yeah, of yeah, course. Man. Are you kidding me? Come on, this dude comes out and friggin' throws five <laughs> picks in the only... Like, I don't know, honestly, I don't know. Maybe Sean McDermott, like, had just a minor, like... Brain aneurysm fart. or something like that when he woke up in the middle of the night and was like, I'm going to bench Tyrod. Start <laughs> That's Peterman. what I'm going to do. That's the fucking move this week. <laughs> like, are you out of your goddamn mind? Hindsight is 20-20, sure, and I'm not an NFL coach, but that that performance alone, five picks in the first half is enough. I don't care who you're up against to win you worst quarterback of the year. He must have just genuinely had the best <laughs> weeks of practice in his life or, or everybody – or everybody except McDermott was like, yeah, this guy's not ready. And then McDermott just pulls know. a complete 180 and, and, and says, you know what? We can't, we can't, we can't, we can, we can, we can check it out. Tyrod's having a bad, what, one week? I don't know, man. I don't know what happened. Then he throws five interceptions in and then Tyrod half. Taylor comes back and, and then half. gets this, gets this. Here's the thing. I did not put Peterman dead last. Why? Because he came yeah, back in the Jacksonville playoff game and he looked I wouldn't say competent, but he didn't look like the worst quarterback in the history of quarterbacks. That first half I with five picks, him. absolutely. <laughs> because we got 56 quarterbacks. I had him 54th. Big whoop. Okay. Let's move All on. Right. Okay. F- f- numbers 55 through 52 were in these same four positions as they were when we did this list last year. Mm. Scott Tolzien is 55. Geno Smith stays at 54. Bryce Petty stays at 53. And E.J. Manuel moves all the way up to 52. Congratulations, E.J. Number 51 makes me happy. Paxton Lynch, America's favorite weekend. Number 50 is my worst quarterback, and that's because of how expensive he is, Mike Glennon. Number 49, T.J. Yates. Number 48 is the backup for your L.A. Rams, Sean Mannion. I liked Mannion coming out of camp, but that one game he had in Week 17. Stunk. Pitiful. Absolutely pitiful. He comes in at 48. Number 47, Matt Castle. Matt Castle, who Brian had as high as 43. I had as low as 53. I just think Matt Castle's dead. Number 46, Landry Jones, who I had as high as 38. Brian had as low as 51. Why do you like uh, Jones more, uh, uh, Castle more than you like Jones, Brad guy? Oh, what has Jones done? I mean, to me, well, expl- you, t- you tell me what has Jones done? To me, when 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 Mariota goes down, Castle can't play for Tennessee. When Big Ben goes down, Landry Jones can sometimes play for Pittsburgh. Matt, That's my Matt Castle has has won games and and done a really nice job when he's gone in. His his Achilles heel is that you can't. You, you kind of have to bring him in only for one or two games because once teams start game planning for him, they just shut him down because he's not very multifaceted as a quarterback. But Landry Jones, I've never, <laughs> I've never seen Landry Jones do anything where I was like, yeah, that kid can play. I, there's even question about that kid. No, I tend to agree with you. Like, that kid's, that kid's question, a questionable backup. He if can nothing play. else, he's not great, but he can play. Castle, I think, is just dead man walking. But the man at number forty-five, Dangles, had the highest is Kevin Hogan. Dangles had him as high as 38. 
Why do you like Kevin Hogan so much? I mean, that's uh, almost looking, starting territory. Looking at some of these other guys, well, you know, honest to goodness, he's a good change of pace for the Browns because Deshaun Kaiser was not the answer for them last year. I read a great quote, like you know, somewhere if you if you watch Deshaun Kaiser's like top fifty plays of the year, he looks like you know he looks like the next coming of Deshaun Watson or something. If you watch every <laughs> single snap he took, it's a complete and total fucking disaster. Yeah, he's a rookie. You know, he, well, of course, but I don't know that he's got the 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 chops to. To, to get better necessarily. Uh-huh. I don't know that he's got what it takes to, to be in the NFL. I, I think Kevin Hogan's just a better quarterback for them. I mean, I mean you know, spoiler alert, you rank Kevin Hogan higher than Devin uh, Deshaun Kaiser, which is crazy in my opinion. But more on Dangles crazy later on in this, uh, oh, in this list. Number 44 is uh, Tom Savage, Macho Man Tom Savage. Number 43 is Drew Stanton, now a free agent. Number 42 is the New England backup now, Brian Hoyer. What a year has changed that the backup for New England is 42nd in the world. And number 41, Blaine Gabbert. So there you go. That's uh, Those are the worst quarterbacks in the league 41 through 56 uh the biggest fall from grace is probably brian hoyer who was 32nd last year falling to 42nd and again ej manuel moving up the boards 55 to 52 next year get a little bit higher move up the you know ej manuel could be around for a while guys that's what i'm saying yeah right you never know i don't think so i don't think so i don't think so if you can't make it in buffalo you're gonna have a tough time making it anywhere else and there's (laughs) been what there's been now two coaching staffs that have coached him and had and have flat out given up on him hey man just keep trying just keep trying. Get yeah, a job somewhere. Yeah, it's a system problem for Good sure. for you, EJ. All right, after this, the quarterback's just off the cusp of starting in the NFL. Left Coasters. Okay, and now we start at number 40. We're going to start breaking these down step by step because these are the ones that matter, folks. If you are in the next few, 40 to the 33, you are just on the cusp of starting quarterbacks. This is a great position to have a backup quarterback. This is a terrible position to have a starting quarterback. Which is why the next two quarterbacks means Denver Broncos are in trouble. Because number 40, Brock Osweiler. Number 39, Trevor Seaman. How how much trouble is Denver in, guys, when their three quarterbacks on their roster are numbers 39 through 51? I had Trevor Seaman and Brock Osweiler lower than that. Yes, you did. Yes, you uh, did. I think they have the most dysfunctional quarterback <laughs> room in the NFL, and it's quite sad when you consider how well Trevor started, how high Paxton Lynch was. The huge high draft pick for Paxton, and I thought Simeon could play. We all, last we year, him. Simeon, we had him as 27th. I mean, granted, that's not going to light but the he's world a on starter. fire, but he's a starter. Yeah. He ranks 39th now. He fell hard, and I think, I don't know, man, you, you saw quite a swing from start to finish, and I think what also is the case is he lost a lot of his, his mojo. Confidence, you could yeah, see huge. that kid, and I don't think Paxton Lynch ever got his confidence, so no. I think Elway's starting over, and uh, he's got a lot of options. I mean, I, for, a, for a kid his age, it's a lot to put on your shoulders when you go to a team that has been known for a long time for its running game. They cannot get anything going yes, on the ground, really. you know. And so you put all this pressure on him to get stuff going in the passing game, and he's not really a mobile quarterback, and I think a lot of the offense kind of rely a little bit of the offense relied on him being that way, yeah. um, you know, in, in in Denver, and he just he's not he's not that mobile, he's not that guy. So I think that's just why it didn't for me. That's why it didn't it seemed to come now, together for him this year. Denver does not have a ton of cap space coming in this free agency year, but they must make a move at quarterback. You can't go into the season with these three guys as one of them being your starters. Right? I mean, you got to make a play for you got to make a play for Kirk Cousins if you want the division. If I'm yeah. Denver, you have to. I mean, I don't know. I know they don't have a, have to have a lot of cap space as you just said, but that's kind of situation where I feel like you need to make room and because this is a guy you're going to invest in long term. Like we said, somebody's yeah. going to pay Kirk Cousins. And 
I they, mean, if they want to win that division, they have to, have to, have to get somebody on that roster under center. And if you lose the Kirk Cousins lottery, which is not unlikely if you consider how little cap space they Don't have, say it. they have to go fishing in the draft oh i thought you were gonna say aj mccarron no i don't think aj's a fit there because aj does not have a strong arm and i think he gets eaten up by denver but yep. but they've got the sixth overall pick they're in play for some really big names in the in the draft i think if you take any one of those guys i think there's more potential than what they have currently gotcha okay number 38 is the reason they made the trade midseason to get their quarterback of the future and then made him the highest paid quarterback in the league number 38 is cj bethard Guys, you guys had uh, CJ 35 and 36, respectfully. I had him all the way as down as 45th. What made you guys think CJ is on the cusp of starting in the NFL? CJ did what Landry Jones couldn't do, and that was come in and play and, and win games. I mean, he and he, well, he, he didn't went, win a game. What's that? I don't think he did win he, a game. Uh, he didn't he, win he games. Did, but, he, didn't, he didn't win games, but he but looked good. He looked so They didn't he lose better. because of him. He looked better under center than Brian Hoyer did. I, period. I, I, well, that's I why Brian Hoyer went, 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 was, I mean, was asked I, to know, leave. I mean, yeah. Well, exactly. I guess I'm. I guess I'm saying this is a young kid out of Iowa making his first starts in the NFL for a guy who's been in the year for a long time and played behind Tom Brady. He comes out and smokes him. I mean, <laughs> this is this is this is it's good for him. I think the future is bright. Obviously, with Jimmy Garoppolo, who I'm sure we'll get to later on in the show. But I mean, this is a guy who who at the very least is a solid career backup. Where if you need to turn to somebody, you know you have somebody who can throw the rock. All right. Well, they got a good backup. Then in San Fran, San Fran out of nowhere, set for quarterback for the near future. Number 37, Matt Moore, the Miami Dolphins. Number 36, Deshaun Kaiser, Cleveland Browns. And number 35, Jay Cutler, who will mm. be announcing football games next year. I guarantee it. The reason I said all those three together is because you have a very young quarterback and two old fogies. Do you think we got that right with Matt Moore, then Kaiser, then Cutler? I, I mean, don't know, gentlemen. Uh, I, think, I don't know, I, gentlemen. I think Matt Moore probably in my list he would be and is higher than Deshaun Kaiser. I, you speaking of your list, Dangles, you have Jay Cutler ranked thirtieth overall. And Brian, what? you have Jay Cutler forty second overall. Jay Cutler had a solid season for Jay Cutler. <laughs> no, I know. Oh, yes, he God. did. Yes, he did. He had a solid season. He there were times that he looked good. There were times he looked like smoking Jay. I get it. I, and I know I give him a hard time for being, uh-huh. you know, put on this earth more than anyone else to do what he was born to do and to throw picks. Uh-huh. But this year, he actually he really did look like uh, it was a journeyman look for him, like not mm. great all the time, not you know. But he won games. He he beat the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, know, yes, I think did. he had a couple of feathers in his cap this season that were worth him being a little bit higher. And believe me, when I looked at him and I saw him on thirty on my list, I'm like, no, that can't be right. And then I thought about <laughs> it a little bit. I looked at his stats and I looked at something and I'm like, you know what? He actually had. a Decent year as far as he, it wasn't his. It wasn't that season in Chicago, but it was an okay year for Jay Cutler. Why did you have him as low as forty second, Bray? I had him at forty second because I, I think Jay Cutler is a detriment to your locker room. I think I, I agree. My criteria, by the way, for all of this, but especially these latter ones that are a little less obvious. Who would I want in my huddle? Yeah. Who, who, who would I yeah. want? Who would That's if great. I if I, like I was that. if I was a coach or a player? Who do I want actually leading my team? So I, I would rather have Matt Moore in my locker room in front of my guys. I don't know if he if he does if he has a skill set as Jay Cutler, but he gets shit done, and I kind of appreciate that. Now you guys, I mean, we all had Kaiser pretty low. I had him the highest as thirty fifth. Uh, Dangles had him as low as fortieth. Does Cleveland need to make a move in the draft to get a quarterback or in free agency, or do you think they try again with Kaiser? I think they go both. I think they go both free agency and draft. Yeah, I think they double down on the quarterback position and get the guy who. Whoever it is for the near future, because you know there's there's something to be said for getting 
a guy in the free agency because I think it was the year, if I recall, the Seattle Seahawks got Russell Wilson later in the draft. And uh, it was yeah. it was and Matt, Matt Flynn. Flynn. Yeah, and Matt Flynn was like a shoe in starter. Yeah, and people absolutely. thought he was the real deal. And what did Pete Carroll do? Uh, Pete Carroll said, "I'm going to double down and get, get a guy in the draft." And if you're Cleveland, my God, you you got to you got to get a quarterback. You just yeah. have, you to. have to. So I go, I go, I take that number one pick or that number four pick and get one of those quarterbacks, and I and I go hard you, after Cousins, or I go McCarron. Do you think it's likelier that Deshaun Kaiser ends up in the EJ Manuel territory when we do this list next year, or he ends up higher in like the bottom top 20? I think he's got the potential to be like a Tom Savage. I think Kaiser has the potential to be in the in the Jameis Winston territory of player. I think he, I mean, he was Ooh. playing for the worst team in the league last year. He was playing with nothing on the roster. Who was he throwing to? He had barely any offensive linemen. He had no running game. A very tough situation for the kid, and he persevered. He didn't win a game, yes, but he persevered. He got Josh Gordon back later on in the season. There is young, there is young talent there. I just, I always wonder if the, it's, it's with the, if the coaching staff knows how to develop it in yeah, Cleveland. You know, he tough. could, he he could be a Matt Moore. He I could mean, be, I think he, he can play. I think he can play. I don't think. I mean, I would, I would probably want Kaiser over Brett Hundley in Green Bay. Brett no. Hundley, we still have oh, to no, read. Absolutely that's dumb. not. Yeah, that's, that's dumb. Just that's dumb. absolutely dumb. D- a guy like Hundley, you know, Hundley I, won you games, man. We're not, we're not. You're at still, yet. you're still. Get watching Aaron Rodgers if you're Brett Hundley. We're not at Hundley Who are you yet. fucking watching if you're Deshaun Kaiser? Tape hey, of Tim Couch? <laughs> keep that anger going because number 34. Number 34 is the winner of this list. Number 34 is the reason we make this list. Number 34. We had a difference in opinion of over 25 positions. <laughs> Of over 25 oh, positions. Oh, man, I can't wait to hear who you finally came down with on this. Coming in at number 34 is the man that Kansas City traded Alex Smith away for, and that's Patrick Mahomes. What? Patrick Mahomes. Brian, you had Patrick Mahomes ranked 25th overall. Tony had, hold on, Tony had Patrick Mahomes at 28th overall. Dangles had Patrick Mahomes 50th. Yeah, because he played one game. (laughs) 50th. Wow. Kansas City, which is twenty, I mean, so twenty. We'll say it again. Uh, Brian had him at twenty fifth. I had him at twenty eighth. Believe you guys had him so high. He clocks in at thirty fourth because Dangles shot him in the back with a fifty overall ranking. Since we're not the we're we're the we're the, we're the party and and you're the the defendant here. Like what what is the <laughs> case? For, pa- he for Patrick Mahomes, one game. That's what it? is the case for him to That's be twenty eighth? Some is of these guys didn't even you play. Think he has yes. Uh, well, absolutely. Congratu- congratulations. I thought he pl- uh, I'm going on what I saw on the field. That, one that was game. one game. Okay, so Dangles. Uh, d- uh, he played one game. Sean Mannion played one game. You had Mannion 46 and uh, uh, Mahomes 50th. I mean, are we really going to nitpick a couple of pieces here? Yes, I mean, that's who, the point that's of the rankings. I, well, fine. Then, Listen, you know. I, 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 Mahomes, here's the thing. Kansas City is run by people who they, they may not make the best moves all the time. They give out some bad contracts, but they are pretty much an intelligent, long-tenured team. And they traded away their starting quarterback so this kid could run the team. A team that was the best in the league at the beginning of the season last year, they believe that much in this kid. He is nowhere near the 50th overall. I agree when I was making these rankings i looked at him over again i'm like you know what 28th is a little bit high he could fall out of it or it could be a kid that he could be the next carson wentz where he jumps up a mile 
Yeah, could. There's a lot of a sure. lot of subjunctive in here where you guys are saying what ifs and and maybe if he does and all this sort of stuff. The fact is that we have seen this kid on the field for Here's, 60 minutes in his career. Let me yeah, ask you that's something. It. And he played very well. I and know he, the. Oh, did he though? He I went know. 22 of 35, and he threw and he, no touchdowns, one pick, a 76 percent passer against Denver, rating. right? Yeah, a Denver. great passing. And I believe defense. he had a rushing Who touchdown. No, a great passing defense with a, with a keep to leave on the field and nothing to play for but to kill a rookie. Would I mean, you, and would, he didn't have he didn't have Kelsey on the I'm field. Not he didn't have he's Hunt not on the field. Going to be good. All I'm saying is that as of right now, I haven't seen anything that puts him anywhere near the top thirty. You want to get me from putting Mannion ahead of him? Fine. That was that may have been dumb, but <laughs> but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and try and tell you that Patrick Mahomes belongs within the starters from this year of the NFL Did after you, he played one game. We have not seen a lot of other quarterbacks, but we have seen enough of other quarterbacks to say they can't play in the NFL. I haven't seen anything from Patrick Mahomes that says this kid doesn't belong. I think he absolutely belongs. Last year, Jimmy Garoppolo played two and a half games. We had him ranked 18th, 24th, and 32nd respectively. All higher than 50th for Patrick Mahomes. Last year, Jacoby Brissett played in one and a half games. We had him 35th, 36th, and 44th, respectively. So none of those rankings are close to 50th. And Jacoby and Jimmy G played as little or just a little bit more than Patrick Mahomes. So I'm just saying, I believe in this kid, and I wanted a little bit more reasoning than we haven't seen anything from him to have him at 50th out of 56. I don't understand why I need more reason than that's that. That's like Tonga in the Winter Garoppolo, Olympics. you and I both know that that's not a fair comparison because Jimmy Garoppolo and fucking Patrick Mahomes are not on the same level <laughs> by any stretch of the word. And Jacoby Brissett took a team that was literally bound for a 1-15 in year with Scott Tolzien under center and actually made them compete in a couple of games yeah, but that in was last year's list of a division. Uh, so that's tough. I guess all, all I'm, I don't know why I need any more reason than we haven't seen much <laughs> The we haven't even gotten to the starters yet. Okay, number 33, the final man before we start these rankings. Before we get to the starters, number 33 overall is my man, Brett Hundley. And we each made these rankings individually. We did not talk to each other, obviously, when we were making these rankings. And all three of us ranked him at 34th overall. There was not a change in any of us. We all had him 34th overall. He ends up 33rd on the list due to points. Congratulations, Brett Hundley. Shows you we're not, we're not completely crazy, you know, but no. uh, amongst one another. We do, you know, actually. Know Sometimes what we're these brains about. work together. And now, after this break, the starters. Left Coasters. And now here we are, the top 32. There are 32 teams in the NFL, in case you didn't know, and these are the 32 quarterbacks that we deem good enough to be starters in this league. Number 32 is a man I never thought we would have in this this high on the list, but again, each of us ranked him the same number, and that was 33rd overall. He ends up 32nd. Ryan Fitzpatrick. I thought you guys were going to cuff rush me on this. I don't know how he ended up there. I'm, I tell you, I'm, I was making these lists, and I don't know. I looked it over again. I don't know how he made it this high, but he did it. He's because he's he is exactly. He can't die. He's exactly perfect for 32 because yeah. because he's that guy that like if your quarterback goes down, he's the first guy you want as a backup, but he but he's also been asked to be a starter multiple times in this league. There's no other reason I can think of that he 
continues to have a job. Yeah. Like, why else would he still be on a roster if he wasn't a reliable guy it's, to go to when your starter gets it, hurt? It's kind of like in the base- perfect. It's kind of like in baseball. They have that stat: wins above replacement. The replacement player, Fitzpatrick, is the replacement level quarterback. That's where you judge other quarterbacks mm-hmm. to the He's memes. the bar. Absolutely, he is, he is the basement right there. That's Fitzpatrick, number thirty-one. R.I.P. Moment of silence. Number thirty-one comes in Carson Palmer. Mm. You had a good career, Carson. I wouldn't say great career. You had a good career. We all ranked him around the same. He comes in at 31st overall. Do you think Carson can play another season? No. Obviously, he's no. retiring. No, it's time for him to walk away. I don't think even away. if he wanted to, it's it's time. I mean, you got you got to know you got to know when to go. I think last year, if that was not the writing on the wall for him, <laughs> like I don't know it's what a tough would year be. for Arizona all around, man. Arizona, that's another team that really needs a quarterback. Yeah. They need a lot of stuff. That's, that's the last player we had for Arizona that played an Arizona quarterback. They don't have anyone else. All their quarterbacks have become free agents, a, a lot like Minnesota. It's going to be – there's a couple of teams They're that screwed. desperately need a quarterback. They're screwed. Oh, man. I, I think the Arizona Cardinals are royally screwed for next year. Oh, I think man. they might have a dead season. You oh, know, that's sad. I think they might. Okay, number 30. Number 30, Chris Saunders, are you listening? Number 30 is Mitchell Trubisky. We all ranked him around the same, 29, 29, and 31. Mitch Trubisky, if you had to grade his rookie season, how would you? what would you grade it, guys? Oh. Given what he was given in in Chicago, Chicago was a pretty barren offense. I'm this like year. C borderline plus. C plus B minus. Oh, nice. I'm kind of like I, I. He lived up to expectation. I think. He, I think he was right there. He wasn't great. He was a rookie. How much you really expect out of him? But he picked up the reins and the pieces that that the overpaid Mike Glennon left him, and you know they competed a little. I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, B B it's B minus C plus. I'd have him a little bit lower, more than a C minus, because. Then again, they did not run any offense to try and make him do things out of the ordinary. They ran a very, very basic vanilla offense. Speaking of a lost season, they counted this as a lost season in Chicago this year. You know, the other thing to consider is think about how we were feeling about Jared Goff this time last year. Oh, yes. I think we would have put him at a— at a Jared d- Goff was one step below. He's 31st last year. There you go. So I think Mitchell Trubisky had a better season than Jared Goff did his first year. Mm. Uh, I think we came into the offseason this year, uh, last year, uh, rather, with Jared Goff thinking, like, I don't know if he's going to be a starter. Yeah, absolutely. But, but, but Do you Mitch, think Mitch could be a starter? I think Mitch is a starter. I yeah. think he, I, yeah, I think he is. I think with a guy who had zero weapons to work with, yeah. and, and and really, he didn't. He wasn't the reason they lost those games. He, that that's the that's that's the stop point. So, he won four games last year. He won one of them in overtime. I mean, that's the that's a good sign there. You got a kid who can play under pressure when the chips are. And he are wasn't down. making dumb mistakes. So even though even though only six spots separate them in our rankings, you guys are much more faithful than Mitch Trubisky could be a player in the NFL than Deshaun Kaiser could. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I am. Definitely. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I think they're a lot closer to the mean than that. But, hey, that the, the rankings do not lie. Number 29, he came in at 20th last year. He did not play a lot this year due to injury. He seems to be a guy that people seem to have faith in, and he will make money this year. Sam, I am Bradford. Sammy. Yeah. Look, that first game, he tore New Orleans apart. He, he did was work. He was a surgeon, precision passing. I'm like, oh, my God, Minnesota's going to have a great year. They did. It was without Sam Bradford. But, yep. hey, I mean, this guy's going to have work somewhere. 
Yeah. Do you I, think he could be the one that goes to the Giants? Um, maybe. I, I, well, not why, to be a starter. He'll be cheap. No, he'll be cheap. I, he will be cheap. Not to be but a starter. Why, why wouldn't not to be you? A starter. I don't know. If I'm if I'm New York, I so want a fresh start. I'm rolling the dice in the draft. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Oof. my chances with you what know you, depending ooh. on how, yeah. Ooh, what do you see where the chips fall with Sam Darnold with Josh Rosen? Um, you know, with uh, but who's the kid? Josh Allen from 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 well, Wyoming. Here's the thing: if you throw the dice in the draft, you're you're telling guys like oh. OBJ and all these other people on your defense that, hey, next year we're not going to win a lot of games because it's rare that a rookie comes in and wins a lot of games. He's not going to play. I, I think Eli Manning would be his Yeah, his, his, I think there would be a man. couple of transition years oh, where yeah. they would ease him into it. But, but what I'm saying it. is guy like Landon Collins, who, I mean, that team was lost last year. That defense, they lost that defense last year. The kids weren't playing. That's essentially. Coach. It was a coach, so, yeah. so you're saying to this new coach, Pat Shermer, his first time, you're going to say to these players like, o, like Odell Beckham and all them, hey, guys, we're going to go through a couple of transition years. I don't think that's going to go over well in that locker room. No, I think what— Or in that city. I think what we heard a lot out of New York was that locker room just feeling like they didn't have an answer to any of their problems. And Eli was a problem last year. Now, they brought in a new coach, and they say he that's going to make up a lot of the mistake room, so to speak, that Eli Manning was operating in. But Eli Manning is, is, is on the downturn. You want to talk about Carson Palmer going into that good, good night. Eli Manning's probably about two or three years away, even if, it, even if he has a good couple of years. Two so, or three. Maybe, I'd say, maybe. I mean, Eli. Let's keep talking about Eli because he's next at number twenty-eight overall. I had him as low as thirty-second. Brian had him as high as twenty-fourth. I think Eli's done. I don't know about two or three years. I still have faith that that that's how bad McAdoo was last year. Yeah, I really think that was. I, I think that's inept. a good point. I'll be interested. Injuries to see. too. Remember, be, he did suffer a lot of injuries, and he he had nobody to throw to at wide receiver. I mean, with OBJ back, um, Brandon Marshall was obviously a bust for them. That's um, terrible. You signing. know, he, he, that was one of the worst signings of last year. I think he was a finalist in the Coasties for uh, for worst free agent signing. Um, but but yeah, once he gets OBJ back, I. I think a little bit of that confidence will come back, and I am truly interested to see, to Brian's point, what he will do under this new head coach and under an offensive mind like Pat Shermer. And what did we learn out of Pat Shermer? He grabs quarterbacks. And number 28, uh, the, the Eli Manning at number 28, New York Giants, you can uh, say goodbye to the quarterback rankings. All your quarterbacks have been listed. Number 27, this man has faced more change in his young career than I can remember. And he's succeeded mostly. I mean, I wouldn't say he's lit the world on fire, but he's succeeded almost everywhere he goes. He ranked 36th last year. That's number 27 now, Jacoby Brissett. That's absolutely Welcome right. Welcome to the list, Jacoby. I mean, we all had him ranked a little bit higher individually. The points knocked him down to 27th. But, Jaco I mean, imagine, can you look at any of these other young quarterbacks and say, hey, you're back. I mean, Brett Hundley did it. You're backing up a great. Come in and try to win some games. Hey, it's the beginning of the season. We're trading you right away to another team. You don't know any of their playbooks or their players. Now you're going to be their starting quarterback. And he did. He didn't win a lot of games in Indy, but he also played relatively well. 27th for Jacoby. I like that spot. We're getting into that realm of you kind of expect to win games with these guys. And you can win games, And yeah. J Jacoby yes. Brissett is that kind of quarterback that you know that if you're going to practice every week, you're getting prepared, you're prepping to win, not to maintain. He's not just a game manager. We saw him run. We saw him pass. We, he had some really clean games. And Indy was not good. That and they were not, not good. a good team. They had, a z they had zero run game. Yeah. No. Zero run. And he got good. sacked a 
lot yeah. last year. He spent yes, he did. a lot and of time. They don't have defense. No, they don't. They don't. And he did he did a lot of, you know, if you want to award him the making chicken soup out of chicken shit he award. He definitely gets it for last year with no offensive line. He quietly put together over 3,000 yards, 13 touchdowns yeah. to seven picks. It was a decent year. It really was. The sad news is we're not going to hear from him for a little bit because Andrew Luck is sounding like he's going to be healthy. He will come back and automatically be the starter in that offense. Jacoby will back him up, and he's under contract for two more years in Indy. So it might be a while till we hear about Jacoby Brissett being a player in the NFL. I mean, if you want to look at it, the glass half full if you're a Colts fan. I mean, you have your most important position pretty much squared away now. True. You can focus on the rest, like getting yourself some offensive linemen. And I who's officially know. coaching there now? I can't even remember. Josh, uh, Josh McDaniels, I'm sorry. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm joking. It's um, Frank Reich, uh, offense, or, uh, offensive That's coordinator right. for the Eagles, took the job after Josh McDaniels he- turned around uh, hours after accepting the job. And said, actually, you know what? Here's the thing. A crazy situation. (laughs) So that'll be interesting to see what he can do with Jacoby or or Andrew. I know. I would like to see Jacoby be a star in the NFL because I think he could move up this list by this time next year. Number 26, however, moved down this list. He was 17th last year. This year, that team, his team fell apart. He is the first player on this list to start all 16 games last year. That is Andy Dalton coming in at 26 overall. Bragg guy, you had him as high as 22. I had him as low as 29. Can Andy Dalton win you a playoff game? I think there's a possibility. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon as long as Marvin Lewis is their head coach. Yeah, you think it's a coach and not a QB? I really do because his quarterback room has been with the likes of Jay Gruden. When he was co- when he was playing under Jay Gruden before he became the uh, head coach over at Washington, uh-huh. D- Andy Dalton was really lights out good. As when he left, it kind of was a slow progression of like he's not a bad player but he's not a great player and that tells me it's a coaching it's a coaching issue. Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle. Hey, you redheads are sticking together though, blaming the blaming the other guy. Number 25, another fall from Gracie was 15th last year. Speaking of a bad head coach, number 25, I think this is way too low for him, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston at 25. Dangles and I had him 22nd. Brian guy, you had him at 31st. How wh- Brian, I'm going to ask you to explain yourself again. Why is Jameis Winston just on the cusp of not starting in the NFL. I think Jameis Winston has all the talent in the world as as per his his draft status uh, as the first overall pick has all the talent in the world to become an incredible starter. He's got a great uh, work ethic uh, when he's on the field. But what's astonishing to me is his decision making skills. Yeah. Yes. I'm with you there. There is evidence to show, especially after last year, that this kid does not have what it takes to make the decisions it requires to win games consistently. This kid was throwing balls places you you would only expect somebody like Matt Stafford to make. This kid has way too much faith in himself, has way too much faith in his arm. And 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 Dirk Cutter is is one of the best quarterback coaches in the land. Is he? He's he may not be a great head coach, but he's a fantastic quarterback. I think he coach. took a good quarterback and made him shite this I think, year. I, th- I don't think their personalities match up. That might be true. That might be true. But but then the question goes, who is the personality that is going to get Jameis Winston to throw balls that he that he knows he should not be throwing? 
That's mm-hmm. a decision making. And, and, and again, Dirk Cutter is one of the best quarterback coaches. He has worked with him extensively on his footwork, extensively on at some point it becomes the player's obligation to make decisions. And Jameis Winston is the biggest. I'm the biggest skeptic of of him because he's only proven me wrong. And I wanted to like oh, I, mean, I hear you. We I know, want him to be great. We yeah. know that he's not exactly got a great uh, track record when it comes to making good decisions off the field. You know what and I mean? Think so, about the ta- exactly. And think about the talent around That translates. That yeah. translates. Well, and that's just that's the other thing I'm saying. When you when you're throwing a guy, when your one two punch is Mike Evans, who like. I would have a hard time missing because he's so fucking big. And Deshaun Jackson, who, you know, you can put a ball almost anywhere on the field and he can catch up to it. Mm. I mean, I feel pretty good if I'm a quarterback about the two guys that I'm throwing to. Maybe you don't have the traditional tight end safety blanket or O.J. Howard hasn't developed into that yet. Cameron Brait was awesome in the red zone last year. I mean, this guy's got weapons. It's just a question of does he know how to use them and does he trust himself to use them? I'll be interested to see what happens this year with Jameis. It's a big year for him. It's a contract year. But last year again, we had him at 15th. That was one spot ahead of Carson Wentz. One guy went one way, one guy went the other way. Jameis Winston again coming in at 25th. 24th is an amazing accomplishment. 24th. He came in at 43rd last year. 24th is Josh McCown. Congratulations, buddy. Dangles, you had him as high. This is a question, man. You had McCown. We all like oh, I McCown. Ba- I back this. You I'll had him as high. This. You had him as <laughs> high for this one. as number 17 yeah, overall. Yeah, I did. Wow. I did. You had him higher than Marcus Mariota, than T-Mobile, than Joe Flacco. You like McCown better than all those quarterbacks. Yeah, I do. I okay. think he had a better season than he did have a better season. Them. Very good. I think I think he had a better season season. than each of those quarterbacks that you just named. I think, and he did it all with nothing. He did it. He made a receiver. He made (laughs) Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson (laughs) exists because of Josh McCown. Robbie, and you can take that for the rest of the of your career. No matter where you go, no matter who you know or are coached by, you will always, always have been made by Josh McCown. Never forget your roots, kid. Seriously though, I I I stand by this. He had a great season. He did it with nothing. He was in games he shouldn't have been in he won games they shouldn't yeah. have won and at the age that he was doing it at I mean he was he was very very impressive to me and I think with the exception of maybe one person on that list Deshaun Watson who who I ranked a little who I ranked higher than him or uh, uh, lower than him I think he beats out everybody I I stand by that I absolutely stand by uh, I was gonna, I was gonna save the spoiler alert Deshaun Watson for later because your ranking on him is just idiotic yeah, but yeah Josh McCown uh, I have a question about that heading into free agency Josh McCown if you were let's say in Arizona, let's say at Denver, and you still have a team that could win games at other places, why wouldn't you go after a Josh McCown, save some money, and just try to fill him in this gap year, see if you could make the playoffs with McCown? He's got something left in his tank. He proved that, and and I think that's kind of what uh, allows him, or allows Dangles, rather, to to rank him that high. I can't <laughs> argue against that. Yeah. I really well, can't. you had him at 30th. I had him at 30th only because I felt he was a starter, but I, I, I don't think he's a couple, I don't think he's that high above Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. You know, yeah. as the as the career backup. I, I'm putting more I guess I personally my ranking put more uh, of his career in perspective because mm. cause he had a very fluke year. I don't know if he's going to be able to do that next year. Yeah, but that, isn't to. that what we're ranking them on, though, is the year that they had? We're ranking the starting quarterbacks of each year. I mean, sure, you can there's factor a their career in a little bit. There's but a I think, trending. I think the season that they played has to be has to be a huge part of, 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 of where you put them. Is his career trending upwards? For sure. Is it trending as fast as he should be high as 17? He's like 40 years old, too. Uh, number 23 overall. I, I mean, he was 26 last year. He had 
a he had a good year for this guy's name, but that's also starting 16 games all season. Blake Bortles, 23. Yeah, that's right where I had him. I had him at that too. Yeah, I mean Blake. If you're Jacksonville, you got to pay him 19 million next year. You don't have any cap room otherwise. If you could either release him or keep him, what do you do? Is he the future? No, you keep him because, A, getting a starting caliber quarterback in this league is very hard. So unless you can upgrade— He did make the AFC Championship game. Great, yeah. great. But we all know what Blake Bortles, his ceiling is and what his floor is. We don't know his ceiling as well as his floor, but we know his floor darn per, yeah, pretty floor darn well. Is, floor is terrible. And, and the f- floor is is about as dirty and rank as yeah. as as it gets. I it's mean, a sewer. Yeah. So so the question becomes, if Blake Bortles is not going to be the Blake Bortles we saw last year, who do who who's better than him and who can the Jaguars get? I don't think they can compete for anybody on the market right now that is better. Maybe since we haven't heard his name, you guys might have put him higher too, but maybe AJ McCarron, but other than that, I don't know who's better than him. Here's the thing. Blake Bortles if you he's he's on the roster for 19 million this year in his contract year. Next year with a, with the QB contracts only get larger and larger. Granted Blake isn't going to become the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, but he if you shouldn't. If, if you let him reach free agency, that is a huge contract you're going to be paying still. So you need to make a decision now. You're either saying we're have playing for one more year and I'm going to play the free agency draft game next year with a Absolutely. team that made the AFC Championship or you're going to say Blake is our future, I'm signing him to a long-term deal. The, the dice are on the table. What are you going to do? I mean, it's not an enviable position to be in if you're the Jaguars' front office. Absolutely not. But I think if they, it would be different if they actually had a contingency plan for Blake Bortles because right now that man's name is Chad Henney, and he's oh, not no. the guy you want to be relying no, no, on no. as a contingency plan. So if you had a young guy who was already waiting in the wings that maybe just needed a few years of grooming before he takes the reins from Blake Bortles, I might say, yeah, you know, go out and get go out and either draft somebody or, you know, maybe try and put someone in in, the, in that hot seat for a couple of years to put the Band-Aid on. But at this point, I think you either need to commit or cut loose. I mean, that's where we're at. I think they commit. Yep. I think they and commit. I think I do I think they commit as well especially after getting him to the AFC Championship game it would almost be and based on what I know about the Jaguars owner Shad Khan and the Jaguars general manager Dave Caldwell that, that it would be a slap in the face for them to go the opposite way they're going to they're going to make him whole and don't be surprised if you see Jacksonville be a, a splash candidate for a big quarterback name or even just a mild quarterback name one name to look at would be Teddy Bridgewater Ooh, Teddy ball game coming up I shortly. I love him in that offense. Uh, next up, speaking of high, speaking of, we know what the ceiling is, and this man's ceiling won him a Super Bowl. Another person that started all 16 games last year and actually has started all 32 games over the past two years, number 22, Joe Flacco. Hmm. I mean, last year he came in at 19th. We all had him ranked around here. Joe Flacco, man. I mean, if you think about it, Joe Flacco won you a Super Bowl. Does that mean we think Blake Bortles could win you a Super Bowl? Does he get hot and have a great defense and win a Super Bowl? Oh, you're 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 yeah. you're, you're you're living on a prayer. That's in, I mean, in, uh, in how that this? world. How about this? If if Blake the Jaguars were very close to beating the Patriots in New England last year, we can agree with that, right? Yes. They were very close to doing yes. it. Had a a ball bounced another way and they beat New England. Who knows what happens in the Super Bowl? Again, we don't know who's going to win, Philly or Jacksonville. Jacksonville had an amazing defense. Sure. Does uh, Blake Bortles win that game? Are we now talking about Blake Bortles' Super Bowl champion Super in a contract Bowl. year? <laughs> it happened oh to Flacco. God. It I changed know. the narrative on Flacco. He became Big Joe Flacco. You know, he became the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL three years ago, and that contract still haunts Baltimore today. It's crazy how the NFL turns, and right now they are one spot away in the left coaster's rankings. 
I don't know, like blew you like right Flacco's now. a <laughs> Flacco. Look, I think to win it. I mean, it's it's it, it's so hard. It's so hard it's to so win if hard. you are Russell Wilson is so the exception. It is so hard to win if you are the Super Bowl if you're not a traditional pocket passer. I know the quarterback position is going the way of the mobile guy who improvises on the fly and all that Absolutely. sort of stuff. But there is still the old guard of guys like the Brady's, the Rogerses, the Peyton Mannings, the Eli Mannings, the guys who are pocket passers. And I mean, Flacco is that, and Blake Bortles is just not. Uh-huh. He is just not. And I just don't. I, I, just, well, I mean, that's maybe that's all there is to it. Maybe that's the difference. The, I mean, who knows? The final one before we get to the top twenty is not a pocket passer, and he retains his spot just out of the top 20. He was number 21 last year, and that is Tyrod Taylor. T-Mobile coming in at 21. There was a lot of difference in that. Dangles, you had him as high as 18. Mm -hmm. Brian, you had him as low as 27. I mean, I think he's spotted right where he should be, number 21 overall. Do you think T-Mobile can win your playoff game, Bri? It's going to have to be a very specific style of offense. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm running an offense like that, I want Carson Wentz. You know what I mean? Tyrod Taylor oh, is a. Oh, yes. I'm just saying though that the drastic difference of running that offensive effectively is 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 a very big swing. It, yeah. It's a very difficult offense. You need the right pieces. You need the right quarterback. You need the right coach. And Tyrod Taylor is a poor man's Carson Wentz. And I and I and I think he doesn't get better than that. Yeah. That's why I'm not I'm not putting. And more he into doesn't it. really have anybody outside of Shady McCoy who you know he doesn't necessarily who doesn't necessarily necessarily rely on. Tyrod Taylor to make him make big plays. Outside of that, he doesn't really have anybody who has that explosive playability. Maybe Kelvin Benjamin next year once they're on the same page, but he didn't really do a whole lot for him. But he's another guy. He's another guy you should look at in a Jaguars jersey if he leaves Buffalo. Tyrod Taylor. That would be with Doug Maroney. He's going to leave Buffalo. He is going to leave Buffalo. That would be a really— Sooner or later, everyone leaves Buffalo. But you want to talk about the perfect offense for a guy like Tyrod Tyrod Taylor? It could be the Jacksonville Jaguars offense. All right, that's it for the top tw- uh, for the 21 through 56, a hell of a list so far. Before we move on to the top 20, I asked you guys when we were making these lists, I wanted you to place Teddy Bridgewater. I wanted you to place A.J. McCarron. Later on, we placed Andrew Luck, and I'll get to him later. But there was another name that I had completely forgotten about until I looked up all these quarterbacks. And we placed these, uh, the people I just named, we placed them around this same area, number 20 through 32, in this area. So... We're going to play the favorite left coasters game. We're going to play Marry, Fuck, Kill right now. Nice. <laughs> so very quickly, I want you to Marry, Fuck, Kill these three quarterbacks who did not play or did not start a game last year. Teddy Bridgewater, A.J. McCarron, and Ryan Tannehill. Ooh. Mm. Marry, Fuck, Kill mm. those three quarterbacks. That's a good one, Tony. Mm. Good work. Of those quarterbacks, I'm marrying Teddy Bridgewater. I agree with you. I hope he's 100% yeah, we're healthy. We're all assuming, assuming that they're healthy. he's very yeah. healthy, yeah. And, but he's back. I, I think Teddy Bridgewater you can build around. I like Teddy Ballgame. The other two, as we'll, more, we'll talk about more, I don't feel as confident building an organization around them. And Teddy Bridgewater is a very, very smart kid who's got good talent and, and, and it is a breath of hope for, for a lot of people. Who are you marrying, Dangle? I'm also marrying Teddy Bridgewater. So we yeah. like Teddy Ballgame. Yeah, no, absolutely. So the, I, the guy I want in my huddle. And he, he's yeah. just he's just a, he's a he is a good human. Yeah. You know, I think so. Like he's a guy he's a guy you want in your locker. People room are too. rooting for him. And like, that's that's yeah. that's the, you know, with injuries coming and going, when you've got a, a whole team rooting for mm-hmm. him and wanting him to be run, that says a lot about his character and the and the type absolutely. of personality um, he has. I mean, two years missing in the NFL though, guys, that's I mean that's a lot to come back from. Two he, full calendar years with barely Gordon playing a snap. Well, Josh Gordon's a different story. Josh Gordon's an idiot. If anybody can do it, it's Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, so that means it leaves you to Tannehill, 
or AJ McCarron? Who are you fucking? Who are you killing? We've seen a lot of Tannehill. We haven't seen a lot of McCarron. Uh, Tannehill, who's a mobile quarterback coming off of a knee tear. Hopefully he's fully healthy. McCarron is AJ McCarron. I think this is easy. You fuck Tannehill and you kill AJ McCarron only I mean, I because think I'm with only because. Tannehill's a proven starter in the NFL, and McCarron ha- hasn't shown me that yet. And I just, I, I don't think you're looking at you're looking at two guys who have started games, and then there's AJ McCarron who's ridden, you know, ridden shotgun to a, a, a very can't middling beat Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no. and, and Andy Dalton hasn't exactly made it hard for him to take his job. I mean, there have yeah. been times where I've been like, okay, Marvin, maybe let's give the kid yeah, from Alabama yeah. a try. You know. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tannehill for that exact reason. I mean, I think A.J. McCarron, though, coming into next year as a guaranteed starter, I don't know if Miami keeps Tannehill. It's going to be an interesting situation there. I also will say both uh, Tannehill and McCarron both have smoking hot wives. Uh, let's move on to the top 20. Left Coasters. All right, and here we are, the top 20. These are where the quarterbacks start to get good. These are where the quarterbacks go closer and closer to winning you a Super Bowl. The first one, though, was in the playoffs this year. He ranked 14th last year, but he's fallen a little bit. Number 20, Marcus Mariota. Do you think that's a good spot for Marcus? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, this we is, all ranked him around here. Look, he got a playoff. He he willed his team to a playoff win uh, against Kansas City, which was a, a really really impressive game for him. Probably the best game he played all year long. Other than that, mm. he was fine. He didn't have a lot of help at wide receiver. Rashard Matthews, who had a great 2016, didn't show up in 2017. He also had a very boring offense. He, he had running. a really boring offense, which is which comes with the package of having Mike Malarkey as your head coach. Yeah. Um, but bright side they found a new running back in Derrick Henry I mean Man. you know and they have a really 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 good offensive line um so you know at least Mariota doesn't have to worry about spending a lot of time on his ass he's still got talent I think he's going to continue to get better as he gets older it's decision making a lot of the time yeah. for him he just he just he makes those he makes those young kid decisions that you know a veteran wouldn't and he, and he's also the product of being drafted really high he was a second overall pick and he really and he's tied to Mar- uh, to of Jameis. all people Jameis Winston so he he kind of has a ha, doesn't have a lot of uh, uh, excitement surrounding him for those couple reasons, but at the same time, the kid's still extremely talented, and he's got good pair of eyes out on the field. There's sometimes he makes plays that you just go, "How did he do that?" But his 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 floor is pretty low too. He's just got to find a way to be more consistent. Yeah, I mean, he needs to just not fall anymore. He 14th now to 20th. He needs to move up next year. Number 19 overall. Speaking of falling, this man was in the top 10 last year, guys. He was number seventh last year. He now comes in at 19th. Uh, Dangles, you had him as low as 24th. That man is Derek oh. Carr. That's not who I thought you were going to say. Oh, Derek, I, yeah. I, d- Carr. I did not think that. But, yeah. Number 19 is Derek Carr. Did we put t- uh, Mr. Carr too low? No, I don't think so. No. I mean, I, I, don't, think, a- I don't think his career is kaput, but um, I think last year we saw maybe – I'm hoping that was his floor. I'm hoping that was as like that was the rock bottom like as far as you know as far as seasons go for yeah. for Derek Carr. There was, we, lo- seen... there was a lot of faith in Carr last yeah, year. Yeah, well, you seen what he could do. He I mean... also he was also really truly hurt for most of that season. You yep. got to remember he had the same injury that Tony Romo did. Yep. And Tony Romo, it ended Tony Romo's career. I'm not having a meltdown if I'm a, an Oakland Raiders fan. No, not at all. I, I, I'm I'm going to if I'm a fan and I'm leaning, you know, I'm I'm hoping for the best and looking at the glass half full for my team. I'm going to say that was a one-off year. He's going to come back next year. He knows how bad he was last year. Somehow, by the way, still made the fucking Pro Bowl. I was going to say he was he made the Pro Bowl. Let's let's remember I that. Could, could I don't that I don't we think were, he deserved I, to be I there. Think you but. guys, we were do, it was doing we were doing something. It was the the Royal Rumble. You guys were over at my house, and I remember turning to you and be like, "How the fuck is Derek Carr Pro Bowl?" So 
shows you what the Pro Bowl is all about, though. Yeah, nothing. Uh, speaking of Pro Bowls, speaking of Pro Bowls, this guy deserves to make the Pro Bowl every year he's in the league for what he did this off uh, this uh, postseason. Last year, he was ranked number 30th. He was on the cusp of being a starter last year. Number 30th overall. This year, he won himself a goddamn Super Bowl. <laughs> Nick Foles God comes wow. in at number Damn. 18. Is Nick Foles better than Derek Carr? That's how the rankings just panned out to be. We have Big Dick Nick this over Derek Carr. This Absolutely year, he was. Absolutely, he was. Absolutely, he was this year. But is he a better quarterback than Derek Carr? I'll if you're starting a team, do you say, I want Derek Carr, I want Big Dick Nick? I'll tell you what, man. What Big Dick Nick did in that big game, he not only beat the Patriots, he fucking smoked the Patriots. Yeah. He, he did not. You know and, what I mean? He and smoked. He, he smoked Minnesota. He smoked Minnesota. He, he played very okay against Atlanta. Like I mean, he he won games in the playoffs. He showed something that I didn't think anybody thought was in him. I mean, he ran that offense to a fucking T. What do you mean? I mean, he went. Tw- how about the twenty-seven and two year? I you can't say that we haven't seen that Nick Foles can be good before this year. You just can't say that. But this but played was almost great. The entire, that was great. Of course, of course, it was. Nothing compares to the Super Bowl. But to say that we haven't seen anything great from Nick Foles before is just a lie because he put that 27-2 and two season up. You, you can't erase that from the history books. Yeah, we know I, what he's capable but of. But he, what he did in the playoffs, very few people achieve in their career. Oh, agreed, agreed. But he also now has the same number of Super Bowls as Joe Flacco, you know, exactly. a guy like him. I mean, do you want to – I mean, if I ask you, do you want to start a team around Joe Flacco, you might lean towards yes because he's a strong leader. You know he can win, and, and he, can, he can win when the chips are down. I mean, what's to say Nick Foles can't do that as well? He won a freaking Super Bowl against the Patriots. And I also think uh, because we've seen enough of him in the past, you could clearly see that he has a very good relationship with uh, Doug Peterson. Mm-hmm. You can tell that this is his offense. And it's not its not crazy to think that uh, Nick Foles, uh, his offensive coordinator, just went to the Indianapolis Colts. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, So there are people out there in the league who know this offense and know this offense well. Don't be surprised if Nick Foles, if midseason next year, a, a, t- a needy team with Trade a, be- with a, with yeah. a I big had originally, injury. I had originally had him, I think, at 24 in my original list. And yeah. then I went back and I looked through it. And I, I looked at some of the guys I had in the few places ahead of him. And I was like, where I was like, I can't in good conscience rank like Tyrod Taylor above a guy who just won a Super Bowl. Like I hit a you certain can't point. Do it. Like I just I had to start. I was like, okay, this guy won the Super Bowl. He can only be this low. Like other guys who didn't win a Super Bowl cannot be better than him. So I, it, that's it, he ended up at 16 for me. I moved him down eight spots after that first go through. I'm happy. Um, I'm you know, happy. I'm happy that we. Uh, we made this list a few weeks after the Super Bowl because I feel like if we made this list right after the Super Bowl, he'd he would be have been a lot, lot higher. higher. Huh? I think, I think he's still a little bit high here. I still think when you're looking at it in a vacuum, you take guys like Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota over Big Dick Nick because we've seen the the floor of Big Dick Nick as well. He can he can lose you games as well. He did not play very well in those early Philadelphia Eagle games, but then again. He won a goddamn Super Bowl. It is a, he is an enigma. No, you're right. And you're the crazy right. part is, we're not gonna. We might not see him again next year. He is under contract for Philadelphia, will. and he's not beating out Carson Wentz. I don't for that think. Car- job. Well, Carson Wentz, they don't think. He I may was not actually, be healthy. I was actually reading articles though that there might be a quarterback con. Like, there were some legit, like on ESPN it's and crazy. other, like that there would be a quarterback. There's which a I think s- is just. Listen, Nuts. There's it, no quarterback there's, controversy there's, to be had. Honestly, there's only a handful of quarterbacks in the league that there wouldn't be a quarterback controversy over. Because, I mean, he did play true. Extremely I think Carson well Wentz in the playoffs. is one of them. He absolutely is one of them. I'm just saying, like, it's crazy that Philadelphia is in such a good position. They are yeah. very, very no, lucky they to are. have both yes, of them. Yes, they are. Number 17. 
This man was number 10 last year. He's the reason Tony Romo retired. The man is Dak Prescott. He also started all 16 games last year. Uh, Dangles, you had him as low as 21. I had him as high as 14 because I, speaking of who do you want in your huddle, I trust Dak Prescott. I think he can win you football games. I think he, I think Dallas altogether had a bad year. That Elliott suspension hung over everyone in that locker room's head. I don't think he has a wide receiver because I don't think Des Bryant is a number one guy anymore. I really like Dak, though. I don't think it was a good year. Dangles, you had him at 21st. You had guys like Josh McCown over him. Why? Uh, maybe a little bitterness from fantasy. Uh, cause I, <laughs> <laughs> it could have been that. Honest answer. No, I mean, yeah, well, that is it. And, and But and, you know his stats well. Uh, well yeah, and that, that that is just it. I mean, look, the guy put up 3,300 yards on the year. He had, he had a fine year. He had a good year. I guess it also just kind of pales in comparison to his rookie season yes. where he didn't throw an interception for the first, like, eight or nine games or something ridiculous like that where he was just precision clean with his throws. He looked... Looked confident on the field this year for some reason. I don't know what it was. He just didn't seem to have that. And maybe I mean, it, you know, the wide receiver situation hasn't changed a whole lot between uh, his rookie year and and this past year, his sophomore year. So I don't know. I just I I thought it was an underwhelming season for Dak Prescott. Yeah, I hear you. I th- I mean, I would say I think he's too low for a guy that I believe can win you a Super Bowl. But Nick Foles is a spot behind him and actually did win a Super Bowl. Brian, your thoughts on Mr. Prescott? Uh, he's about right where I put him. Uh, I had you him had at- him exactly at seven. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So I, I think I personally think he's like you said a really good leader. But one thing that I think kind of fell into play this year is it, it, going back down to the average. You yeah, know what I, I he's think not he, a top ten guy. I don't know if he's a top ten guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's he's definitely up there. All right, number sixteen. This man made the highest leap out of any quarterback from last year's rankings. Last year we had him all the way down at forty fifth, oh, almost a thirty spot jump. He, the highest jump out of anyone from last year. That man is now a free agent and will make so much money compared to what he made this year. That man is your former Los Angeles Rams starter, the man who Jared Goff beat out for the starting position. Case motherfucking Keenum coming in at 16. 16. Yes, let's talk about all the way down there, Dangles, please. Where'd we have him? Because Brian had him at 19th, I had him at 20th, and Dangles had Case Keenum as number 11. Oh, yeah. Number 11, you fucking kidding me? <laughs> okay, don't look at me like that and and, and go crazy 11. about okay. a guy who played in the NFC Championship game. Of course he played in the NFC Championship, but you're telling me that you'd pay Case Keenum more money than you'd pay Kirk Cousins. Because um, you had Kirk, I mean, you had Kirk below him. That, that, that's not what that means, though. That's, that's not, not at all. That's exactly all, what it means. That is not at all. all right, how about this? How about this? How about this? With that, pray tell. How do you have Case Keenum higher than Cam Newton? Uh, I mean, Case Keenum was reliable this year. That is absolutely one thing that Cam Newton was not. Maybe that's not his fault because I think Carolina like wants Case Keenum or um, wants Cam Newton to be a pocket passer, and like they just Fine. I, you know Fine. look blame Ca- Carolina. Look, tell me look, this. Look, Case Keenum, he he just blew everybody out he of the water. Ex- Extremely okay. Well. He and and it wasn't just he wasn't just running plays this year, guys. He wasn't just taking Pat Shermer's offense and and everything just worked out for him. No, this was I was seeing true development from him. I was seeing him make improvise on the run, uh, you know, extend plays with his feet, do stuff that you just you see veteran guys who have been in the league for a long time like he should be. Mm-hmm. That's why he got so. I mean, I, I I don't understand why I'm having to argue so hard for a guy who was competing for a shot in the Super Bowl. No, he played extremely well. You are a hundred percent correct. But a man who I think I don't know if he's ever really lost a game in the NFL. You had him at fifteenth and Jimmy G. So yeah. you have Case Keenum better than Jimmy Garoppolo because we've seen more of Case Keenum. 
I understand that, but you've seen enough of both to make a judgment on both, and there's no chance in hell in a vacuum you'd take Case Keenum over Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe not, but on this list, I mean, the way that they played this year, if we were looking at this season, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo didn't have a lot of opportunity because he bounced around a lot. Who knows what San Francisco season might have looked like if he had been the quarterback the whole time. I don't know. That didn't happen. Jimmy Garoppolo fell where he fell, and as far as I'm concerned, I again, Case Keenum was playing for a shot in the Super Bowl. Okay, let's agree on something. Where do you see Case Keenum next year? Does he stay in Minnesota or does he go to a new team? I don't know that he can stay in Minnesota. Why? I mean, they just have. Do you really think? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, just, I know I just argued. I, I know I just argued the hell out of him, but I just don't know <laughs> if they're going to. If all the time and effort and money that they have put into the other two guys on their roster and Sam Bradford and the tra- the trading and all that sort of stuff. I know all, he's he's a free agent yeah. as well this year. Yeah. I I mean I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a loyalist, but I would want to I would want to see what Teddy Bridgewater has. I, think, I still think he's talented. I think they're going to give both of them the necessary money to stay. I think they're going to. Ooh, that'd be tough. That'd be I, a lot of money. But that's okay because if you if you have a quarterback controversy, then you've got trade bait on. Yeah, your but hands. if I've got a whiff of that, if I'm Case Keenum, why do I stick around? Why do I stick around in Minnesota when I can go test my value on the market and probably get signed to another team who actually needs me, like in Arizona? Yeah, but you got to remember, Minnesota's not going to overpay for Teddy Bridgewater. I think Teddy Bridgewater's contract will be a great deal. I, I, yeah, lighter I think Teddy, than, than Casey, I also Case think Keenum. Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the steal of free agency. But he Case Keenum, number 16 overall. Number 15 overall is another one that we differed over nine spots on. <laughs> it's another one Dangle's going to have to explain. Number 15 overall, a man that lit the world on fire with the very little games that he played. His rookie season, he came in for Houston and was amazing. Deshaun Watson, number 15 overall. I had him just outside the top 10 at number 11. Dangles had him all the way down at number 20. Dangles, is this another one of those things we just haven't seen enough of him for you to have him higher? Well, that and he relied an awful lot on DeAndre Hopkins when he was when he was in the game. I, I want to see him develop a little bit more, and I also want to see what happens. Where This is a kind of guy where, like, you can't predict him right away. Like a lot of rookies, you can, I feel like you can watch, you watch enough tape of them, you can get a read on how they're going to perform. I don't think the defenses ever really were able to figure out what's up with Deshaun Watson and how he runs the game. I think once they have a chance, once that people have had a, more of a chance to see him and defenses have mm-hmm. had more of a chance to watch him, mm-hmm. he had a great run. You know, looking at and, and and you know what? Admittedly, this might have been an overcorrection because I had him at 15 in my initial list mm-hmm. and I bumped him down a ways as I tried to make room for Nick Foles in there as I as I thought about it more and I was like okay well I got to get this guy in here somewhere he won a Super Bowl so I admit I may have overcorrected a little bit when I was shifting him down I still think that we haven't I, I, yeah maybe I, that I haven't seen enough of him and I still think that the the real test will be what happens when defenses actually adapt and adjust to him how does he deal with that Braga, your feelings on Watson at 15 do we rank him too low do we rank him right on I think Deshaun Watson is a franchise quarterback Agreed. 100%. He is the future in Houston, full stop. Yeah, he is a franchise quarterback, and franchise quarterback for me kind of starts at around 13, 14 area, and that's Mm -hmm. kind of where Deshaun Watson fell for me. I I think Deshaun Watson has got one more year to figure things out still. Mm -hmm. He only played, what, five or six games, I think it ended up being? not a lot. Not a lot of games. So this kid's got a lot of football still left ahead of him, and we'll see how the injury put. But from what I saw, this kid, it's his decision-making and his, his, I mean, what he does in the huddle is probably, he, he gets guys going. I mean, it's fun to have an exciting AFC South. Let's put it that way. Because the AFC South has been terrible for a long, long time. And if Jacksonville's good, if Tennessee's a playoff team, and if Houston can step up and you have Andrew Luck returning, 
It's That'd a competitive a division, division. All, of a, all of a sudden, I would love right? to have a fun division. Moving on. This is it, guys. This is why we do this podcast. This is why we are the Left Coasters. This man was number 31st last year. He rose all the way up to number 14. Speaking of franchise players, welcome to the rankings, Jared Goff, number Woo! 14. I thought I had him way too high at 16, and you guys, Brian, had him as high as number 11. He comes in at 14. Have the Rams found the answer in Mr. Jared Goff? You know, look, I think I think he's the truth. I think he's got it. I think we saw that last year. You don't just go out and put up 30 points a game and 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 lead the NFL in point scoring on a fluke. You just, yeah. I just don't think it happens. There was enough games last year, 16 to be specific. We saw him play. And every one of them, you saw a very good quarterback. It's he was that good, and 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 let's also recap one big win he had. The really big win was in Seattle. Yeah, uh, granted he, that was Todd Gurley's game, but he won the game. I think Jared proved that he is an NFL caliber quarterback. He is worth the first overall pick. Again, Carson Wentz picked right after him is almost won an MVP, so he's always going to be compared to Carson Wentz. But Jared Goff is a damn good consolation prize, in my opinion. I'm excited to see year three for the big man. I really am excited because he's still terrifically young. Oh, very, very so young. young. And he matured so much last season. I cannot I cannot get it out of my head. The play where it was, I believe, in week two, they have a chance to win the game. The ball's in Jared Goff's hands, and he stares down Cooper Cup, and he throws an interception on the beginning of the game, never which should have been again. the game-winning drive. He never made that mistake again. That never did it again. That honestly could have ruined him. That honestly could have t- sent the year into a tailspin. He starts getting in his own head. He starts becoming a Trevor Simeon-type player. But no, he threw it again. Credit to Sean McVay for getting in his head and getting him on the right foot. And he had a hell of a season. So good on you, Jared Goff. You're number 14 overall. Maybe top 10 next year. The top 10 is achievable when you see who number 10 is. I think the top 10 is achievable. I mean, they're going to be the favorites to win the NFC West coming back into it. I mean, I, I, I don't see any reason why he couldn't do that with another season like this if they make a it a little bit farther it's in the playoffs. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, and just think about all the good rivalry we got between Jimmy G and Jared Goff now. Oh, my God. Huh? And, That's going to be fun NFC to West. watch. Those not, games are not, actually going to be interesting again. Not to have too much information, but it moved a little bit when you said that. All right, number 13 overall. This man is going to become the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. He started all 16 games last year. He started all 32 games since we've done a podcast. That man's name is Kirk Cousins, also number 13 last year. It seems to be the ranking for him, 13th overall. Not good enough to be in the top 10, but definitely a franchise-caliber quarterback. Do you think Kirk Cousins deserves to be the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL? No. No. Not the highest paid, like right up there, like right up with those names. But if you were a fan of a team, that, then, let's then say, again, didn't, you know what? I was going to say, if you were a fan of a team that, let's say, didn't have a quarterback, would the you Jets. be OK with your team paying him to that much money to be your starter? But that's the real that's the real problem with Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins by himself cannot elevate you to wins. He needs the pieces around him as, as a lot of quarterbacks do, but he's not in that elite category where you can just but the teams that are looking for for for, for quarterback help right now don't have that I don't yeah. think they have that I think Larry Fitzgerald can't do it by himself like he used to and the Jets and the Browns they have zero help so it's going to be interesting what, to see what what is clear is that he is going to get paid oh god and it's yes. going to be an interesting situation on what happens next year for Kirk Cousins because the Redskins bungled it and they are losing what we have ranked as the 13th overall quarterback 
Who do they have next year? Where do we rank the Washington Redskins quarterback to be at in our left coaches rankings in 2019? Who knows, but we know it ain't going to be Kirk Cousins. Number 12, we had him ranked 18th last year. He led the the Kansas City Chiefs to an, a great start of the season. They fell apart in the middle of the season, and they bungled away in the playoffs. That man is Alex Smith coming in at number 12. Uh, Dangles, once again, I'm going to ask you a question because <laughs> Alex Smith, we had a, a 10 spots difference. Well, this uh, is going to be like my Drew Brees this year, I bet. No, no. Bry Guy had him as low as 16th. Dangles. Ooh. Please tell me why Alex Smith is the sixth best quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> oh he's very my good. God, uh, he's the sixth guy, best besides Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. I think he's the only other guy who I want under center on third down every single time. That dude converts on third downs like it's his job, which it is. You're not. Uh, you're not. You're serious. Y- what do you mean? <laughs> you don't think okay. Alex? Uh, you don't think Alex Smith is is, is guys? Alex Smith is a very good quarterback. He is a wonderful quarterback, but sixth. He just got booted out of KC for a, for Patrick Mahomes, the guy you just made a case for. That did, did he like, get booted or did he get traded? He, he got, got traded. traded. He got. They moved on. He didn't from, lose his job. You don't. They take your walked team to away the from. You don't walk away from job. a franchise quarterback. You don't walk away from a franchise quarterback. I mean, maybe not. The Kansas City Chiefs did. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and try to explain why they traded him away. Because he's not a franchise I don't, quarterback. I don't know that. But, I mean, you. I, I think it's, it's— I think I would be happy to have Alex Smith as my quarterback. It's hard to argue. He threw for over 4,000 yards this year. He had I a very mean, good year. You know, how can you argue with, with those numbers? That's why numbers? I put him at 16. I think he, he threw I, 26 touchdowns to his five picks. I think he's consistently good. I don't think he's great. I don't think he's six. He's not a franchise quarterback. That's talking That's talking with guys that have won MVPs. You know what I mean? Like, we're looking at rankings I don't know. guys I, that have won again, the best award I don't, to their I, I don't know why I should be explaining myself for a guy who led the league in passer rating this year. Like, this is a, this is a guy a great who found his— but he's a great quarterback, but he's not an elite quarterback. Well, I mean, we'll have to agree to disagree there because I think <laughs> we're talking about Kirk Cousins as an elite quarterback. Each one of you has used the word elite to describe Kirk Cousins before. Go back in the podcasts and find it. I'll have if you to. Wanna, if you want to talk if you want to talk about—or elite level. If you want to talk about those two on the same plane, they must be worth something because— one went to the other team to replace the other dude. I'm you ha- know what I mean? I'm, so I'm happy you brought that up because I was gonna I was gonna ask like when do we start calling these quarterbacks elite? And I don't think we can start yet. I think Kirk Cousins can get there. I think Jared Goff can get there. I don't I don't think I could ever call Alex Smith elite. I can call him good. He is hundred percent good. He, he might even be a Pro Bowl player every year he's in the NFL. But as for elite, as for a guy that I know going into it, no matter what, I have the best quarterback on the field. Can Alex Smith beat Tom Brady? Do I have faith in that? I don't really think so. He did it in the first game of the season. I understand, but I don't really think so that I can think Alex Smith can beat a guy like Aaron Rodgers, Carson Wentz, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, all those guys. But hey, dangles to each their own. Alex Smith is your man. He's coming in at number 12 on the left coast's rankings. Before we get to the top 10, we have one more, and I am amazed. And I mean amazed that this man did not make the top 10. And I agree. I Can I guess? Oh, Hold yeah, on. I know and I, I, I agree that I'm going to be sitting here going, you know, I'm, he hasn't played a lot in the NFL, blah, 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 blah. Last year he came in at number 24. This year he lit the world on fire. He's the most gorgeous man in America. He's coming in at number 11. That's Jimmy Garoppolo. Good-looking Garoppolo Perfect. in San Fran, coming in at number 11, just on the cusp of the top 10. Dangles had him as low as 15. I had him as high as 8th, guys. I really, really adore 
toward Jimmy Garoppolo and not just because he has a perfect smile. I think the man can play football. I think he can do everything you want him to do, and I think he is a leader of men. Yeah. I really do. I think he absolutely can win you a Super Bowl. I think he can be a player for the next 10 years in the NFL. I am in love with Jimmy Garoppolo. It's obvious. But as I, I think he deserves to be top 10. I have him at 10. If I had to buy a ticket and somebody, if I had to buy stock in somebody right now, if, and Carson Wentz is sold out, I'm buying Jimmy Garoppolo stock. I mean, I, I totally agree. The kid's got a bright future. I, I, I have nothing but high hopes for him. I love Jimmy Garoppolo as a former Patriot. It was fun to watch in San Francisco. Like, he actually made us pay attention to the TV when yes. San Fran games yes. were on, on Red Zone. His appointment television. I had him at 15. Looking at the guys that I put in front of him, I and I and I, I, I still I go back and I stand by it. I just He's too young and too inexperienced compared to the other guys that we're looking at here, or who, who I ranked in front of him, all of whom who have put seasons on the board and shown that they can compete at this level i don't doubt that jimmy g this is brian and i before the show we were talking a little bit about um you know we're, he, we're both planning weddings right now brian's a little bit more close uh, a little bit closer than mine we're talking about guest lists and how you just have to make cuts in the end there there are just there are two there are not enough spots for me to fit jimmy g into the top 10 based on just the five games that he played this year mm-hmm. i wish there were i think he will be next year i would be shocked if he is not a top 10 quarterback on my list but, i'll be I, I honestly you know, i honestly have him slotted next year and we're doing this list unless something terrible happens he's top five I think he's gonna he very be well good. could be he very well could be good. I had him at 10 and I like Dangles had to come up with reasons why who was who could be ahead of him and whatever because you are taking a little bit of a rider on him because he does not have that as big of a, a, a pool of games and experience that we would feel comfortable putting him at 10 I put him at 10 because I want that guy as my quarterback. Yeah. Like, you know, like I watched the conference with him and, and John Lynch and um, the press conference. The, oh, the it, it, it was like watching like something out of a movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. the way they talked about him, what he did, the responses he gives. He's by the way, he does not come off as a really polished person. Uh, he's just so clean. Yeah. He's just clean, and and he and he he doesn't say big words. He's so down to earth. He's a Midwest boy, and he's he just knows he's damn good looking. And you just kind of think to yourself, like, fuck, man, that's the guy I want calling my plays because he's cool, calm, and collected. And he's been watching Brady, and it looks when he plays, he looks like Brady. I think he's perfect. I think he's perfect in every way. But he didn't make the top ten list. He comes in at number eleven in the two thousand and eighteen Left Coast QB rankings. After the break, ladies and gentlemen, I know it's been a long one, and thank you for staying with us. But we have the top ten quarterbacks. Let's do it. Left Coasters. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the twenty eighteen Left Coasters rankings. The top ten is here. Number ten. I did not think that he would be this high. Going into this season, last year we had him ranked number 12th. He is your Los Angeles Chargers quarterback. The question is, is he a Hall of Famer or is he not? His name is Phillip Rivers. Brian, you had him as low as number 14. Dangles, you had him as high as number 7. Braggy, why do you think Phil is on the edge of a franchise caliber quarterback? I've never been a huge fan of Phillip Rivers. I don't particularly find his game electric. To uh-huh. use a pun, I, d- I just don't think he's the kind of guy that I want leading my team. It's more of a culture thing. He's a very good quarterback. He he makes plays. He's fiery. He gets guys going. But uh, for every great two or three games, he has a, he has a game that just makes you go what? And he's I th- a gunslinger. He's it, the definition of a gunslinger. And there's probably about again another 13 quarterbacks that I would want in my huddle over Philip Rivers because I can't count on Philip Rivers. And he's a, but he's a, he's a classy guy. He's got. All the right answers to all, all the questions that you know you can throw his way, and he's a classy, classy dude. But I, I just don't think he's going to. At the end of the day, 
I don't think you're going to win Super Bowls with Phillip Rivers. I feel like if you're playing pickup basketball and Phil Rivers is on the other team, you want to punch him in the face during the game. But if he's on your team, you aren't. You're the happiest guy in the world that Phil Rivers is on your team. That's fair. I have a hard time believing that if Nick Foles can win a Super Bowl, Phil Rivers can't. I mean, maybe he just hasn't had the pieces around him. And I mean, we've said many, many times that as you know, as much as we root for the Chargers, they're a shit organization. Phil Rivers, I had him. I like I had him as high as, as seventh. He he he. He had a rough year interception-wise in 2016. He turned it around. He only threw 10 in 2017. That's a big step forward for him. But he threw a lot of them in that one game. In In the Kansas City game, which was very, which was, which was crucial to them making the playoffs. Yes, and he threw, and and he just not only threw a bad ball at the end of the game. He threw the, he threw that interception to lose the game, and it was because he was upset at the play before. So I, I recall that he's kind of the, he, he's, I don't. A bit of a hothead. He's a bit. That's a, that's putting it lightly. But yeah, I, I, I. I agree with you, Dangles. He's a he's a good quarterback, and yes, could he win a Super Bowl? Of course, but uh, but I I just don't have as much confidence in his demeanor to carry them through because I've seen so much inconsistency out of him lately. Number nine, number nine, and he was number nine last year. He was number nine on Brian's <laughs> rankings. He was number nine on Dangles' rankings. He's number nine in the Left Coasters' rankings. Doesn't that's he wear Matthew number nine? Stafford. <laughs> Matthew Stafford, number nine, number nine. He also started all 16 games last year, as did Phil Rivers, who ended up at number 10. I bring Stafford up because Brian, the ballerina, Balzarini, had Andrew Luck ranked just behind Matthew Stafford. I had Andrew Luck ranked just ahead of Matthew Stafford. Dangles, I'm asking you, break the tie. Would you rather have Matt Stafford or would you rather have Andrew Luck, assuming everyone was healthy? man, that is not... A decision I want to have Assuming to make. Assuming everyone was um, healthy, because guess what, guys? They were pretty much the same age. Yeah. I, I mean, Brian, I think yeah, we both did a very I'll, good job placing him there. I think uh, it's a good spot. Yeah. I honestly think I have to. I just, I like Andrew Luck. Mm. I think Andrew Luck has that it factor that could get him to a playoff, potentially Super Bowl level. And I don't know that Matt Stafford does. Matt Stafford is very, very good. He is statistically, he's always up there in the top. Mm -hmm. Matt Stafford is the reason that the Lions are relevant on a yearly basis. Mm -hmm. Pretty much the one and only reason because they don't have a lot to lean on otherwise. No offense, Bri. Uh, (laughs) There are few people who I would want under center with like two minutes left on the clock. The guy, you know, is as good as anybody at leading fourth quarter comebacks and driving down the field when you need him to. May I also make one quick comment? I think also because of the injury, he's coming back this year, Andrew Luck, that is. Yeah. I I'm worried about his overall capability and he- and and, sure. and and aptitude because Absolutely. we because we talked about what who took t- we were just talking about somebody taking time off oh but Teddy Bridgewater yeah it, you just took a whole season off and you went to fucking Amsterdam to get your neck fused you yeah. know what I mean like yeah. so different, I, different I, I I put my money on a guy who's who's consistently played granted he has a very very bad record of w- losing to teams with winning records yeah uh that's when you start getting into the weeds about is it him is it the team is it the organization because the Lions organization sucks but uh Matt Stafford is a really good quarterback and he's he's a great he's great in the huddle he is a guy I want in my huddle for sure and and I'm very interested to see what he does in year two uh in Jim Bob Cooter's offense Andrew Luck we had ranked sixth last year obviously did not play a snap in 2017 he hopefully comes back but he's that good this year he's that good he's he's the guy that we thought would be in the Carson Wentz territory when he came into the league we thought as soon as he gets used to the NFL he's going to be up there with the Brady's of the world but alas he has not quite achieved that level yet. We hope he can come back right now. He's sitting with Stafford at number nine. Number eight. This man was number 11th last year and crept his way into the top 10. 
He started all 16 games last year. He made the playoffs. He played very well in a very, very tough division. That man is Cam. I am Newton. Perfect. I love Cam Newton. Brian had him at number eight overall. I had him at number seven. Dangles had him lower and had him at 14th. What keeps him out of the top 10, Dangles? The inconsistency. Uh, Again, I I mentioned it earlier in the program. I think, you know, I think that he is also maybe maybe a a result of the coaching staff and that they want him to be a pocket passer. And I think sometimes the coaching staff just needs to let go and let Cam be Cam and let him win how he wins. Yeah, it's unconventional. Yeah, maybe it makes you nervous. Guy who runs as much as him, a quarterback who gets hit as many times as he does. But I mean, you know, you got to remember he's six foot six foot five, two hundred and thirty he pounds. Huge. He's just, I mean, he's two fifty. Oh, 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 I'm sorry, I was under, I was under, undercutting he's him. Like two fifty. He's like two forty five. He he doesn't have a lot of help around him, and I, I just I, the inconsistency. You just never know, and 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 he's not a guy who has proven he can come back in late game situations either. Uh, necessarily i i, I just don't that. reliability is a big deal for me here i think and i just can't i don't i can't count on cam newton right now to me when i made these rankings individually i circled the number eight i i marked it after the andrew luck move and matthew stafford i made a big line because i believe the number eight on is the clear line of demarcation for me when looking at these quarterbacks and saying what man do I trust no matter what situation I'm in? Do I need them to win in the fourth quarter? Do I need them to blow them out in the first? Do I need them to win a playoff game on the road, in the Super Bowl? Who Do I, do I have the best player on the field? I think the quarterbacks starting with Cam Newton and moving up are that player. That's what separates him from the rest of the crowd for me. I think Cam can do whatever you need him to do on the football field. I think he's one of the best players in the world. I think he's a little bit low at number eight. Then again, we, we had him seven and eighth around there. But that's where he is in the rankings. Credit in the top ten, number eight overall. Number seven overall is a man that he shares the division with. The man who won the NFL MVP last year. Two years ago, I should say. He came in third last year. He dropped a little bit. Dangles had him as low as number 10. I had him as high as number 5. That man is Matt Ryan. I love Matty Ice. I can see why we have him at number 7. Brian, you had him exactly at number 7. He dropped a little bit this year, but that whole team sort of dropped a little bit this year. What makes you rank Matt Ryan, Brad Guy, lower than the other ones above him? He is another guy who had a really good year two years ago this Mm -hmm. past year he's you know when you've got Shanahan going to the San Francisco 49ers and Sarkeesian coming in you kind of probably saw what it was what it was for that Shanahan and he had just a miraculous working relationship I think Sarkeesian stinks and Sarkeesian didn't really do anybody any favors now granted they did win a playoff game uh they yeah. did beat the LA the Rams Sarkeesian did have a rough 2017 getting bounced from his job at USC having to go to rehab and, and but he, to get he coached a hell together. of a game he, he coached did. he he coached a hell of a game against the LA Rams uh, and that's not easy uh Sean McVay said he got out coached so uh but that being said Matt Ryan is a very 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 good quarterback you talked about having guys who are gonna put in any situation Matt Ryan will win you games in every and situation. He's a stand-up. He's a stand-up dude. He the guys in the locker room like him. He's a born leader. You build he's an organization. Just, all around those him. things we talk about for guys. You build an organization around. Yeah. Matty Ice coming in at number seven, number sixth overall. This man also started all sixteen games last season, and this man is he's kind of like that that uh, that boss in a in a video game that you just can't kill. No matter how many times you think you get him and you think you're gonna slice him in half, you just can't kill him. He gets away and he makes a play. That man's name is Russell Wilson. He cannot die. 
He is so good and so shifty and so elusive and makes so many plays when there is nothing to be made. He turns his back to the line of scrimmage more than any player I've ever seen before. And number six is where he sits. Dangles had him at number eight. We, uh, Bry Guy and I, had him at number six. I think it's a perfect spot for him. Absolutely. Yeah, perfect spot I mean, for him. he just, he, he's also one of those guys that you can put the ball in his hands and. He can he can put the ball anywhere in the field. He's he, yeah every play, yeah, every play. The, the trouble the trouble with him in Seattle is that he is the offense. He, he is it, literally it, it, it everything. Starts and ends with Russell. And I mean, don't get me wrong, he's won plenty of games by himself just improvising. But uh, at some point that stops. He you know they they're gonna have to figure out some other ways to score in Seattle. But Russell had an incredible year. Um, he was my pick for the scariest player of the year just because you cannot game plan for him. I think I last year put him a little bit higher uh not be- not better rather but lower down the list because he has always had things around him this year they lost that legion of boom they lost their running game they Can lost you imagine where they would be without him they would probably be picking in the top three picks you know it, they, it would be that bad russell wilson literally carried that team last year and i for one was like hats off to you good sir you yeah. you deserve to be you deserve to get paid like everybody else. He came in uh, eighth on our rankings last year and moved up two spots to six. The man who is in at number five was also number five on our rankings last year. You two both had him at number five. I had him all the way down at number nine. And that oh. man is Big Ben Roethlisberger. I could see that. I'm, I mean, Big Ben can make every throw on the field. He, he's, he can do everything you want out of a pocket pass or quarterback. But to me, the other eight quarterbacks, again, I made that line of demarcation at number eight. I just think Big Ben is a step off the hill. He's just he's on the downward trend of his career. And yes, he can still make plays and be a, he can win you playoff games. But look at the players he has around him. If you switch him with Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson wins a Super Bowl every year. And if you put Big Ben in Seattle, I think that's a mid-level team. I just think Big Ben is 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 made better by the team that it surrounds him, the offensive line that surrounds him. And yes, he can make every throw on the field. We're we're picking nitpicking here. I just don't think he's as good as the number five. Yet he sits number five on our list. The Pittsburgh Steelers, man, were a great team this year. Did they meet all their expectations? No, they ran into the buzzsaw that was the Jacksonville defense, and a, and a good day for Blake Bortles. Uh, but but Ben Roethlisberger put some points up on that on that. He played uh, very well in that holy game. Holy moly! But you know Ben Roethlisberger is always going to give you good. You know he's going to have you know one or two or maybe even three bad games a year. I don't think he's going to ever slump down to the point where he's always going to be, in my opinion, a Drew Brees type. He's always going to be a very yeah. You know, he's always going to give you a B. At worst, you're going to get an A minus out of him. A consistency. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why I ranked him as low as I did, other than you know, I was. It was a gut feeling, but he's he's number ninth to me. Number five on the list. Number four is Dangles' favorite quarterback, Drew Brees. Started all 16 games last year. He came in at number four last year, much to the chagrin of Matthew D'Angelo Antonio. But D'Angelo Antonio has has made up for his sins, and had him as high as number two this year. What made Drew Whoa. Brees the second best quarterback in the league this year versus last year? Did you guys watch the NFL this year? Like, I mean, he, you know, this was look, this was tough because uh, there the other the other two guys that um that that I ranked below him uh, in this top tier, 
they they both missed some time this year, um, and I think maybe yeah. a little more on their resumes might have. But this, he, Drew Brees played all 16 games. Yeah. He played all 16 games, you know, almost well, flawlessly. Like, yeah. you know, he, he had an incredible season. Certainly helps that he had, you know, the, the Alvin Kamara and, and you know, he had, he had some a, a good season out of Michael Thomas, all of that stuff. But, you know, again, this is a guy who is getting up there. He's on the back nine of his career, and he just continues to produce at a high level every single year I don't think I don't think there's any shame in having Drew Brees as a second best quarterback in the NFL especially considering that the other guys who I and that's not where I had him originally my first list he was number four but then I went back and looked at it and the man I had at number two again like I said missed a little bit of time this year um and so I, I just felt like for the, the amount that they played for this season Drew Brees was the second best quarterback in the NFL I me. mean there's only three more quarterbacks that we have to name Brady Wentz and Rodgers and I have no idea you can put Drew Brees ahead of two of those quarterbacks well I mean Maybe wins, maybe wins, but Aaron Rodgers so. is the most is the most talented player in the NFL. Period. He is really yes, really the most talented. I think so. Yeah. Wow. He is. He's just. He's just. He's got it. All of it. Every single. Wow. Every single one. He checks every box. He's got it all. Um, but he missed a little bit of time this year, and then they rushed him back, and he looked like crap. Yeah. Like I mean, he wasn't ready. He, yeah. He was not ready to be back. Aaron Rodgers is amazing but you know he's not he's not perfect this season drew Brees had a better year yeah this season drew Brees had a better year than aaron Rodgers did we all know i love drew Brees, and i had him at four because as we've talked about the three ahead of him i i think are all kind of they transcend the the, the position drew yeah. Brees is at this point in his career two or three years ago this this guy was one of the top three quarterbacks uh but because of because of you know father time he slowed down a little bit he tr- he became a game manager in a lot of cases was that because he had more talent on the offensive side of the ball than he's ever had and he had to kind of disperse it around a little bit more mm-hmm. probably I mean, probably but you know he's he's a fantastic he's a fantastic quarterback we're kind of splitting hairs at this point but oh absolutely we're splitting hairs and now we're down to the final three drew Brees again coming in at number four for the second consecutive year but the final three we got Brady Wentz and Rogers left guys last year Tom Brady was the number one overall unanimously and I'm gonna spoil it for you right now because the conversation is with the other two he comes in at number one overall again a unanimous victor for the mm. second year in a row Tom Brady I mean I think I, I think that's just as well right I mean even though he didn't win the Super Bowl he's still Tom Brady he's still the best in the world he's uh, at 40 nobody years does. old at 40 years old nobody yeah, I, it's and pretty I, say astonishing. That, I say that with still believing that Aaron Rodgers is the most talented maybe maybe player talented quarterback in the NFL maybe the most talented player in the NFL even with Tom Brady Tom Brady is great but Aaron Rodgers is the best He's so cunning. He's so smart. He does everything correct. And he played. Well, maybe I don't mean it that way, but. <laughs> he played a perfect Super Bowl. He really did. That that last play at the end where he got the strip sack fumble was not his fault. They were sending the blitz at him every mm. single time, and he just got caught. It was not his fault. He played a damn near perfect Super Bowl at age 40 against the, one of the best defenses in the NFL last year in the biggest game of he's the, the year. He's the greatest. He, he is, is the, the GOAT. He is the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Number one again, unanimous victor. Congratulations, Timmy Tom. I'm sure you're listening at home. And number two and number three. Aaron Rodgers was number two last year. Carson Wentz was number 16 last year, and he vaulted his way. We we knew he was good. Brian has been harping on Carson. He's been on the Carson Wentz train. You've been the conductor of it since he was drafted. You've loved this guy. And no one in their the wildest dreams thought he could be in the same breath as Aaron Rodgers, but yet here he is. 
And I'm going to make my case for why I ranked them the way I did and why it ended up being Carson Wentz number two and Aaron Rodgers number three. Because I love Aaron Rodgers. I, 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 if I met Aaron Rodgers, they'd probably have to take me away. I'd, I'd start blubbering around like a fool. I love Aaron Rodgers. He's my favorite player in the world. But Carson Wentz I would rather have as my quarterback. He, wow. he absolutely can do everything you ask of him. So can Aaron Rodgers. The difference is, and this is tough to say because they both went down with injury, the difference is durability. Carson Wentz is bigger. Carson Wentz is stronger. Carson Wentz is faster. He's younger. He can do everything you want in the football field, and he steps behind Aaron Rodgers in terms of, of miles on the, on the odometer. And I just think Carson Wentz is the future of the NFL. I think he's going to be leading this rankings. Uh, as soon as Brady retires and Rodgers moves on, I think Carson Wentz has this rankings in the bag. It's going to be him and Jimmy G for, for a long, long time. I really enjoy Carson Wentz the way he plays. I love his demeanor. I love the I love how happy he was on the sideline watching Nick Foles win a Super Bowl and standing there on a crutch and a headset on calling plays. I really like Carson Wentz. I think he deserves. He wins this number two spot deservedly so. He is the silver medalist on our rankings. Aaron Rodgers is the bronze medalist. What do you guys think, Wentz versus Rodgers? I mean, it's <laughs> it's a good problem to have if you're having to make that decision. I mean, I guess, so, uh, question, and I truly don't know the answer to this. Has Rodgers ever torn his ACL? No. So that's the kind of injury I look at, and I say, okay, this is the thing that it could, you know, this has ended out of other guys' careers. Obviously, yeah. less so Less so now, modern medicine has made it, you yeah. know, obviously most guys come back from ACL tears, but it takes a long time. There have been guys who, I, I'm tr- trying to think of some off the top of my head, but, I, but maybe I shouldn't say that because I don't have evidence of it. I can see a situation where you tear your ACL and you come back and you're never the same. You know, Absolutely there are pitchers true. who there are. And I'm sort of looking at it as like a pitcher who goes away and has Tommy John surgery. A lot of guys come back from Tommy John; they're just never the same again. Ubaldo yeah, Jimenez, true. like for example, is one of those guys I mean, who like had surgery. He's again, never the same again. A guy like Carson Palmer, it happened to him. A guy like Tom Brady, it happened to him. But Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone twice, and that's the arm he used to throw the football. Yeah, no, versus and, the leg and, you lose and to he's plant. Still, I mean, he's still doing it. They I mean, are. It's it's apples and oranges with the injuries. They both are coming off of injuries in a in a perfect world where they're both perfectly healthy. I think I want. I I know I want Carson Wentz over Aaron Rodgers. Personality wise, I definitely say. want that because I think I think Wentz is a better human being than than Aaron Rodgers is. I've heard Aaron can be kind of a. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, he has. I don't his, pay attention. He to that has shit. his days, but well, but no, no, but that translates in the locker room, man. I think that has a big deal of how the other, how the rest of the locker room. Like, if, if we're on, talking about you know, being standoffish, then Tom Brady wouldn't have five rings. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and defend Tom Brady for being. I'm sure nobody approaches him at his locker in the in the. You know, he's probably got three or four security guys standing around him. I can't th- imagine it's a whole lot different in I, Green I th- Bay. Th- Aaron th- Rodgers isn't buddy buddy with his teammates. He doesn't go out and drink and party with them. I think I think when it comes to playing between the white stripes, I think Carson Wentz and Aaron Rodgers are both phenomenal at their job. But I just just like Carson's game better. I do. That's fair. I like Carson's game just a tad bit less than Aaron Rodgers, only because Aaron. I've been a Lions fan. <laughs> I've seen what Aaron Rodgers can do consistently. I want to see that out of Wentz, and I want to see how he's going to do it when he's come back, and I want to see it without his offensive with coordinator. With one second left on the clock, who's under center for you, Wentz or Rodgers? Oh, I mean, Rodgers has done it, hasn't he? Well, that's what I'm saying. Rodgers has done it. I yeah. mean, you I've know, seen magic out of Rodgers' I mean, hands. I mean, which we haven't. I mean, Carson Wentz, as great as he is, he was yeah. able to do a lot last year. I mean, that for me is what puts over. Because you think about the other guys who fall in that tier. Like Tom, there are really only two guys in the NFL. It's Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers who have been able to create 
magic like that. And Aaron Rodgers has done it not once, not twice, but like three times at yeah, least. I guess Tom I guess, Brady comes back from twenty-eight to three. I guess Who I else in the little, NFL uh, can we talk about who's done shit like that? I guess I got a little, you know, Santa Claus and Carson Wentz. I believe it, and I'll see it eventually. And, and look, I don't think you're wrong at all. Again, it's they're they're almost interchangeable at that point from yeah. the way that they played this year, and you know the fact that Aaron Rodgers missed a lot a lot of time more more than Carson Wentz did. It was hard for me to do it, and I was making these rankings. I had Brady number one easily and then the next two names i was like do i can i really put carson wentz over my guy the guy that makes me a fan of football yeah and i did it. i mean nothing nothing's gonna surprise me less than watching rogers come out next year and just absolutely ball like a badass and Wentz. god i hope so Wentz kind of struggle a little bit to get back into his flow i think aaron Rodgers is so fluid as a human being because he's at that peak where he he understands everything about the game and then some i think carson wentz still has a little ways to go and that is it that is it thank you ladies and gentlemen for joining us on what is surely one of our longest podcasts but we had fun doing it ranking the 2018 left coaches quarterback rankings number one through 56 tom brady number one nathan peterman dead last oh man what a long road it has been it's been fun thank you for joining us we'll be back in march with the free agency podcast breaking down everything that happened in free agency seeing where some of these quarterbacks land and then after that the ballerini big board in april where ballerina takes on the experts with the NFL draft. He beat them all last year, and I guarantee you he will beat them all again. So let's move on. Happy wedding, Brian. Happy life, everyone else, and happy listening at home. The Left Coasters signing out one last time. Ram it. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert, Warren Buffett, once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel.